Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no copays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D dot com. Now on the tee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well... Fun. Hey, of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome into another edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, son of the legend golfer Billy Casper. Thanks so much for being with us on a weekend of the Players Championship. And my, is it refreshing and wonderful to see play going on at TPC Sawgrass. Remember, it was a year ago that the pandemic shut down this event and all of us scrambled trying to figure out what does this all mean. And it's uh, it's kind of surreal to look back on all that has taken place over the last 12 months. And certainly there have been a lot of sadness and death and a lot of challenging circumstances for so many people. And yet at the end of it, it's nice to see some light at the end of the tunnel, if you will, some normalcy coming back to the world and to the PGA Tour with fans out on the golf course around TPC Sawgrass and an event that feels somewhat normal to what we experienced before a year ago. Rex Hoggard was the man on the scene for us from Golf Channel a year ago. He's going to join us coming up in about 15 minutes and maybe talk about what it feels like this time around to, to uh, be covering the players again after what was what happened a year ago, but uh, certainly um, great to see fans out there, Bob, and and feel some of the energy that we've been missing out there on the PGA Tour. You know, um, the other thing you were talking about, you know, it's been a year. How about Hideki Matsuyama? Last year, shot 63 in the first round, was nine under par, and they nixed the tournament on him. Uh, that's 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 a gut punch. But it is great to see lots of people around. you got 46 of the top 50 players in the world that are playing. You're hearing cheers. You're hearing roars. Um, subdued a little bit because there's not that many people on the golf course. Only about 10,000 a day. But it's great that the PGA Tour is letting more um, people get on the golf course, letting more fans out there. And uh, I think some it's going to be good for some of those players that are used to having that on a, on a, you know, a, a weekly basis to be able to hear um, and see those those people out there watching the golf tournament. Yeah, there's no question about it. And, um, you know, I, they are they might be few in number, but they're loud. And it's funny to yep. already hear people complaining that you're hearing the stupid comments from the gallery. 
Well, look, uh, <laughs> everybody needs to, everybody is looking for some way, some release, some outlet after this year. So, you know what? As players, right. media, you got to bear with the fans too because they're anxious to shout whatever they can and try to get some of the frustration and pent up energy that they've had through uh, isolation, uh, to, you know, out right now as they return to these events as well. We'll talk about the leaderboard. We got a great one. We got an interesting one. Bryson continues to play well. The caddy will join us on the back nine as well. All as we can continue here on this Players Championship edition of Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. Chromesoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an out Outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com. Blackdesertresort.com. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available now. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before.
Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show, brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and Odyssey. And the new Odyssey 10 two-ball putter is available in retail this weekend. You can check it out at your favorite golf shop, pro shop, wherever, or online at Odyssey or CallawayGolf.com. And I'll tell you what, it's also the number one model this week at the Players' Championship. The new two-ball 10 putter from Odyssey is pretty awesome, and there's several different models and versions available. Check it out at odysseygolf.com. All right, Bob, uh, here we are, Players' Championship, and it is wonderful, as we mentioned, to be able to see fans out there, to have some excitement, and there's been a lot to cheer for. And a lot to groan about as well. Uh, I'll tell you what, the 17th hole is just something else. And, you know, you you think about what a difference a day makes. You had 30, did it end up being 33 balls in the water on Thursday? I think so, yeah. About a third of that or less on Friday. And it really is just a pin placement. Ben on making an 11, just yes. one short of the record number of 12 that was made there. Um, I think it was Bob Tway back in the day. But, uh, you know, Ben on. And, he, and how about Ben with the, the, the guts to go on or the candor to go on Twitter after Golf Channel said, tag a friend that would make an 11 and ben on, with a picture of Ben on. And he tagged himself, uh, which, you know what, you, gotta, you have to appreciate, you know, guys to do that. And then on Friday, he stepped up, he knocked it on the green, and he was up there raising the roof and getting the fans going and, you know, making a big deal out of it after rinsing so many shots into the water. But, Bob, yep. you, you've hit shots into that hole. I mean, describe the, the situation for these players because it's just a pitching wedge for most of them. And yet, man, there was a lot of golf balls in the water. You know, um, I caddied for Keith Clearwater on tour, um, I think two or three times there at that, at that championship and have hit golf balls on that hole three or four times, played that golf course once. But the interesting thing is, is you stand on the tee and you don't see anything behind the hole. You see water right and you see water left and water short in front. So a lot of times you'll hit a shot into that green. It will hit in the middle of the green, or if you hit a little bit too much club, you'll see it hit on the green, and you think, oh, that's good, and then all of a sudden it bounces over the back and disappears. So uh, that's what was happening to a lot of guys in that uh, first round because the pin was kind of back towards the left side and kind of close to the area where they walk off the back of that green. And guys were hitting it up there. That green was redone this last year, so that green is a lot firmer than normal. And guys were hitting a shot up there, and if they carried it up onto that upper shelf, then it took one bounce and and released, and you were lucky to keep it on the back of the green. So you really had to kind of maneuver the ball a certain ways. Pin was or, or the wind was right, right and down off the right-hand side. And so you kind of almost had to probably fade it back into that wind a little bit to hold it up there on top, or you had to hit that little shelf um, short of that upper area where the ball would hit into that and kind of skip up a little bit. There were a lot of different types of shots in there. Bubba, Bubba Watson hit a low kind of burner shot in there that hit on that, on that lower shelf and kind of bounced up onto the back. But um, it was a difficult pin placement yesterday, and a lot of guys were going over the green. That's where the majority of the balls went in the water. Yeah, it is interesting. And then you switched pin placements on Friday, and it, it, you know, it changes. Being more in the middle of the green, players were able to shoot wind conditions a little bit differently. Uh, it, let me take you to Bryson. Uh, round one, Bryson DeChambeau. He throws one at, right at the flag, 
and basically holds it, where a lot of other players were going in nearly right. the same landing area, Bob, and they wouldn't hold it, did that little skip forward that you talked about, and then trickled over the back edge off of the railroad tie and into the water. Um, the, the commentators taking the opportunity, I think it was Justin Leonard there, saying that you know when you have that much uh, more swing speed, you can mm-hmm. put that much more spin, hit it up there high, spin it, and, and are able to control it on those firm surfaces that much better. So I, I thought that was interesting. You know, all for all that's made about Bryson and his uh, long driver <laughs> shots, uh, yes. that wedge game also has some advantages with his speed. Well, when you're hitting it that far, you're going to get a lot of practice with those short irons in the wedge game. And Bryson has really taken advantage of that. We've seen that. Uh, you know, he's the only guy to have two wins so far in the 2021 season of the PGA Tour. And, he, and of course, he did it last week. He took out that long, that driver and hit the long ball on the sixth hole and carried it way across and almost onto the green. Um, only, what, 40 or 50 yards short of the green of that kind of horseshoe type hole that Arnold Palmer built there at, uh, you know, at, at the API, but, uh, but, you know, his, his short game, um, when he's got the short game going, when he's got the putter going, when he's, when he's able to hit those short clubs, those, um, those scoring clubs, then Bryson, uh, can take advantage of that type of stuff and, and play the way he's playing. He certainly played some impressive golf last week at Bay Hill. And then yeah. right on the heels of that, comes out and puts himself right back into contention again. It was an interesting pairing for me to watch on Thursday because, well, Thursday and Friday, but, you know, watching him coming off that win and he's playing with Colin Morikawa, who, you know, might be a poster child for, you know, copying a swing. I mean, the guy's yeah. golf swing looks so good. And then you have Dustin Johnson, a swing that we've come to know for a long time. It is interesting, isn't it, when they announced him on the first tee. You got Colin Morikawa, already a four-time winner on the PGA Tour. You got Bryson mm-hmm. DeChambeau, who is, what, now an eight-time winner on yep. the PGA Tour. And then they announced Dustin Johnson, a 24-time winner. It just almost was – was was uh, he's just in such a different category, right, For as a veteran. you don't, you still I still think of Dustin Johnson as, as a young man. And mm-hmm. here he is, a veteran with 24 wins and – and he's got a swing that is two majors too, yep. right? And he's got a swing that's different. It's unique. I mean, the bowed wrist at the top and all, but it's one that we've we've come accustomed to seeing. And to watch those players hit, and then Bryson to stand up there with his big burly approach and and just <laughs> take it, to, you know, take it places that it, it almost didn't matter. You know, it was like fairway finder, fairway finder, and then bash. You know, and uh, and the guy that bashed it was up in the crap. And he knocked it on the green and made his birdie putt. So, you know, it, it's it, like I said, it was it's not a pretty brand of golf necessarily, but man, he's got something going right now, Bob. And it just wouldn't surprise me if not only is he the favorite, you know, this weekend, he's got some ground to make up. But you know, coming into most of the events, including the Masters, I mean, you, I, I, I still think there's a level of um, refinement that you have to have to be a Masters champion. But he's showing so much of that, and he's in such control of this crazy video game-like approach that he has that you, you can't ever discount him right now. Well, you know, we, we talked about this before, that when you put it out there and when you uh, continue to do this, it's almost like the golf gods kind of smack you down a little bit. But Bryson DeChambeau, he's, he's, he's gone along. He's played kind of decent. Then we hadn't heard from him for a while, and then he kind of showed – 
showed off again last week at the API. So now we're seeing him at the Players' Championship, which is not a golf course that you would tend to think that a bomber would do extremely well on. But Bryce DeChambeau has figured out how to play his percentage on this golf course. Um, initially, he was talking about hitting it left of the pond on the 18th hole and getting it over there by the ninth fairway and having a better angle coming into the green on 18. So the PGA Tour promptly went out and put up interior out of bounds on the left side of the of the 18th water or the lake at on 18. But I'm you know I'm seeing him hit three woods. I'm seeing him hit drivers on the par fives where he can take advantage of those holes really, really well. Um, and I think, to his credit, there are going to be golf courses where he's just going to get wind up and he's just going to kill it as hard as he can. But there are golf courses like this one, golf course maybe maybe a little bit more like Augusta National, where he's going to have to rein it back a little bit, use the driver on the par fives that he can take advantage on, um, but rein it back just a little bit, hit three wood. He's still going to hit it 300 yards and um, and play the golf course a little bit more under control instead of, you know, running around a golf course uh, with your hair on fire and, and flames and that kind of thing and just trying to, uh, to make it look really, really um, crazy as far as I'm concerned. And I guess that's that refinement that I was sort yeah. of alluding to, right? And, yeah. and Augusta typically requires you to have some of that, but – you know, look, uh, don't, again, can't sleep on what he's doing. Uh, I don't necessarily love the approach and yet it's, it's fun to watch in a lot of ways, the way he goes about attacking a very traditional game with a very unique and revolutionary approach. We'll take a short break. Rex Hoggard from golf channel will join us from Jacksonville and TPC Sawgrass next right here on real golf radio. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, 
sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob all right welcome back to the show brian and bob with you here on real golf radio talking the players championship and we go out now to jacksonville and our good friend from golf channel rex hogger joining us right now so hey rex uh, other than you and lavner wearing the same outfits on friday what stood out to you the most uh, you laugh at that. That took a lot of coordination because uh, <laughs> I don't say this. I don't say this very often, and I'm not saying it to be mean. He's actually colorblind, so that okay. was a very under underreported wow. part of that story. Is that he was actually even able to pull it off to, and, and to wear the same thing. So <laughs> it was very impressive. Uh, it, it, you know what it got me the first day was just kind of the carnage. I mean, when you look at what happened on 17 specifically, there were so many big numbers, so many balls in the water, and I don't think the golf course was playing as hard as it could. I mean, I, I know there was some wind and, and the golf course had dried out a little bit, but I mean, if you look at the scores in the morning, I mean, Sergio certainly didn't seem to have an issue with it. So I, I was a little bit surprised. I mean, it seems to me you hear players say this and, and it, it's kind of a cliche at this point, but I think it's true that you don't have to be too far off at TPC Sawgrass to get things moving in the wrong direction. I actually asked Sergio about Roy McElroy, who he was paired with the first uh, two days, and, you know, and Rory struggled. And he pointed out that, look, he, he didn't seem like he was that far off. The thing is, is you can only miss a drive by, I don't know, two or three yards, and you go from having a really good chance of birdie to struggling just to make bogey. You know, you were talking about Roy McElroy um, and his play in the first two rounds. Um, Rory said that, um, that he's talked with Tiger Woods, and it looks like Tiger may be heading home next week, possibly. Uh, you covered that whole situation there in California. Your thoughts? Uh, I think what the, the phrase he used was a week or so. And so I'm not trying to, to mix words or to sort of dissect exactly what Roy meant by that. Because I, I would be surprised if, if Tiger is home within a week. And, and this kind of goes against what I had previously reported. Because talking with surgeons who have done this type of surgeries before, at least shortly after the accident, they told me that he would probably be in the hospital about a week before he would be able to travel home. They all put the caveat in there, though. I mean, this is barring any unforeseen circumstances. I mean, this is barring any infection, which we don't know. 
I'm not saying he did. We, we mm-hmm. simply don't know. This is barring any follow-up surgeries, which we know he did have to have uh, some sort of follow-up sur- surgeries when he was transferred to Cedar sinai So I, I think it might be a little bit longer. I mean, I, I don't think there's a time frame right now. I, I kind of briefly did see his agent, Mark Steinberg, uh, this week at TPC Sawgrass, and, and it, it is – the, what I got from him is it's still a struggle. Like, you know, things still aren't great and they're trying to move in the right direction, but I'd be surprised if he's heading home in a week. Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, back to the Players' Championship. How fun was it to have fans? I mean, let's not forget a year ago, we actually had you on the phone and you were driving away from the golf course trying to figure this all out, as we all were, and then we had no idea what we were in store, what was in store for us, you know, not only with golf, but our lives for the next 12 months and, and still going. But uh, how, how refreshing, I guess, in a lot of ways, and how reflective was it to see fans back in at the golf course and be back at TPC? I didn't have the high expectations. I wasn't looking forward to that, I guess, is the way I would explain it. I mean, I was more looking forward to just getting back to TPC. And as you pointed out, it's been a year. It's been a long year. It's been a weird year. Um, Just getting back there was more what I was looking forward to. But then walking yesterday, walking today, talking with players, and, you know, it's still a fraction of what we've come to expect at the Players' Championship. But it's a good amount of fans. I think the number that they're kind of throwing around is around 10,000 fans a day. And it's enjoyable. I mean, I think most players will tell you that they have missed it, that there's an energy that's simply not there when the fans aren't there. And it was. Like, I was standing on the ninth green yesterday when Sergio Garcia finished up with an eagle. I mean, and the roar was real. The claps, the, the, the applause, the excitement was real. And you could tell that got to Sergio a little bit. It was a little bit of fist bump. And I don't think you would have seen that, you know, let's say two or three weeks ago before we started having fans on a regular basis. So it's meaningful. It's fun. Uh, there are some drawbacks. We're starting to hear some of the, you know, less than wise comments coming from the from the gallery. I, that's kind of part of it, but it, it's certainly a good move. It's a it's a great move in the right direction. Do you think that's a that could have been a benefit for some of the younger players, as um, you know, uh, some of the older players like Rory and Tiger and those guys? They kind of feed off that whole momentum of you know the fans behind them and that kind of thing. So, do you think it's been a benefit for those younger guys? I have heard conversations, and I think I would agree with some of the things that I've heard uh, what people have said. I mean, the one that I'll, I'll go back to, and this is not to pick on Colin Morikawa at all. I mean, let's face it, it he, he has put together very, very close to a Hall of Fame career in a very, very short amount of time. I mean, it's amazing what he's been able to do. But if you would have put, I don't know, 10,000 fans around the green at Mirrorfield Village when he and yeah. Justin Thomas go into that playoff and Justin sinks the long putt on the first extra hole, yeah, I mean, that made – Colin Morikawa but that much longer. So I would have liked to have seen. I mean, I think a lot of people will tell you that, yes, when you're doing it in front of fans, I mean, Tiger has done it his entire career. He fed off of it, but there's certainly plenty of instances when there have been players that didn't feed off of it. Yeah, no question about it. Rex Hogger joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So watching Bryson DeChambeau and what he was able to do coming off of API last week and then off to a great start this week, uh, you know, it's he doesn't seem to play pretty golf. You know, I don't know if that's a fair statement, but I mean, he was hitting it all over the place. And as you pointed out, you, you don't have to be far off to make it look like you're all over the place there at TPC. But uh, what, what's your impressions about how Bryson is going about it? And really kind of the only bomber, if you will, quote unquote, that's that's in contention. Uh, it's not aesthetically pleasing. I, I will go out on a limb and say that. that, this, that I don't know that I'm, I'm never going to look at that swing and think, oh, that's that's poetry in motion. <laughs> That being said, and, and I wrote this column today on GolfChannel.com because I would 
have thought that um, of all the courses the PGA Tour plays, this one really wouldn't have suited the bomber that is Bryson now, right? Like there aren't any holes like the six at Bay Hill where he can just stand up and bludgeon a shot and simply just blow the field away with one swing of the golf club. I mean, and, and essentially, if you look at strokes gained, I mean, he gained almost a full stroke with what he was able to do on the sixth hole last week. You wouldn't think there was that opportunity here, and there really isn't. I mean, he's, he's talked about it the last two days. He has been forced to sort of play that Pete Dye golf where he's playing position golf. And I, I, it's impressive on a different level on my mind. that, And he admitted that, you know, two or three years ago, this was the kind of golf he loved because he's a tactician, and this is what brings out the best in him. He admitted that, look, right now I, I'd much rather play in a bomber's paradise, but this is still part of who I am. And, and I think you saw that today. He did not drive the ball well at all, but he was able to score. He was able to avoid putting himself in really bad positions, and he's right there in contention again. And how often do we see the PGA Tour put in an internal out-of-bounds just basically for one player on the 18th hole? And are we, are we going to see more of that coming down the line? I think we will. And here's the deal. I mean, it was funny. I'm the one that asked Bryson yesterday, you know, kind of his reaction. And his comment to me was telling that he said he probably shouldn't have said anything. And I think we won't hear him talk about these things now in the future. I think what will happen is we'll just see him show up at Augusta and try to cut the corner at, I don't know, pick whatever hole you want to think of, and then let the officials sort of scramble and make the decision. What, what's funny is I don't know that that particular shot, we're talking about the tee shot on 18 and going you know, left over the lake down essentially towards the ninth fairway to try to sort of get a better angle to the green. I'm not quite sure if that was going to be an advantage at all. I mean, he hadn't even seen it. He didn't know what a corporate tense were. So I, it, this was just kind of him spitballing. And this was officials just trying to get out in front of it. And they did the right thing. I mean, there's fans over there. You certainly don't want to make this a dangerous situation. But I, it's a fun experiment. I started to look at golf courses that we're going to sort of play the rest of the year and sort of trying to figure out, all right, where does a 377-yard drive give you a huge advantage? Because that's a fun game to play. <laughs> I love it. Rex Hogger <laughs> joining us here from Golf Channel. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. You don't, you might not want to tip your hand when you're trying to do something crazy, and, and I suspect we won't. I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Hey, let's switch to uh, another guy. I mean, Lee Westwood obviously playing uh, some great golf. Uh, he's coming off of a runner-up finish and playing well again here at the Players' Championship. But before that, there's, I mean, he hadn't had a top 10 this season. He's missed a couple of cuts. What, what do you make of Lee Westwood's play? I think it's something we just touched on the fans and he, he said some things yesterday that sort of resonated with me. And, and the first one is if you look at the schedule, really the last year, everything's been out of whack. We played a masters in November. We played a U.S. open in September. Nothing's really been in the right order. Right. And, until we've gotten, and, and really for Lee, it's really been these last two or three weeks. We've gotten into the Florida swing and he's playing the events that he normally would have played. And we, we also have fans back. And I think there's a lot to be said when you're talking about a player like Lee, who for three decades has done things the same way. He has shown up in Florida. He's gotten ready for the Players' Championship. He's gotten ready for the Masters. There's a routine. There's this ebb and flow to his competitive life. And for that to be back, you can tell he's refreshed. He's happy. And, I mean, this is the ball striking that really made him the world number one and one of the game's best players for a long time. Mm. And the last one I wanted to ask you about yeah, is... Yeah, all, all oh, at sorry. the age of 58. 40, 48. 48. Whoa. 48, I'm sorry. 48, <laughs> yeah, 48 I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I put 10 years on him accidentally. I think he's only 47, actually, isn't he? 
Uh, you might be right. Yeah, yeah. I might have aged him. That's on me right there. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think 47 because <laughs> I remember them talking at least on the broadcast, and I was like, wow, uh, Lee and I are the same age, and we're a long ways apart with our golf ability. Hey, uh, real quick before we let you go, uh, Jordan Spieth seems to be getting some swagger back. He's obviously not quite there. And, again, as we've pointed out time and again, this is a tough place when you're just a bit off. But uh, what, what are you seeing out of Spieth? Uh, you mentioned Ryan Lavender at the, at the top of this interview, and I, I will go out on a limb. And, and, and Ryan's a, a homer when it comes to Jordan Spieth, and I've called him out in our podcast numerous times because he is very much a homer. And so we're, again, having our weekly debate about, oh, this is the week for Jordan. And even he, and he is the world's biggest Jordan Spieth homer, he, even he had to concede that, yes, he's getting his swagger back. And it, it's great to see him playing golf, but his record at this golf course is awful. So I, I don't expect him really do much here uh, I think as long as he keeps moving in the right direction certainly you look ahead down the road to Augusta and some of the other places where he's played well that gets me excited but no I don't have much hope for him this week yeah not this week but he is going in the right direction I mean it's clear that he's start he's figuring yep. some things out right absolutely and, and look I've, I've said this before I think golf is best when Jordan is best because he is such a personality and he's sort of larger than life when he's playing well and he's, he's so entertaining yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, Rex, thanks so much for taking some time with us. Really appreciate it. And, uh, boy, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's this kind of a theme versus uh, last year when we spoke with you as it was all unfolding. And we always appreciate you spending some time with us. Anytime. See you guys. All right. See you thanks, later. Rex. Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, well, that's some good insight right there and a lot more to get to. Stick around. We'll continue this discussion next right here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers. We're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. 
Join the Folds of Honor Squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. This segment brought to you in part by Callaway and the new Epic family of drivers, fairway woods and hybrids. I think I told you, Bob, I went out for the first time last weekend and put the Epic Speed driver and fairway wood, three wood, in play. Shot 75-76. Had a couple of wayward swings that cost me, a couple of double bogeys. But um, outside of that... Played pretty solid early in the year. Obviously, it's early March here. Golf course just barely open. Snow's off. And um, to get around there this early in the season, to drive it that well, put myself in position, I'm really excited about what I might be able to do this uh, year with this new Epic Speed family of fairway woods and drivers. So um, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. So anyway, that's... uh, I highly recommend you check it out at CallawayGolf.com, or better yet, just go hit one for yourself and see what you think. So uh, we talked with uh, Rex Hoggard. Appreciate him stopping by and sharing his thoughts and insights. This golf course here at TPC Sawgrass, it's challenging. Not not just the 17th hole with the island green, but you know, you talk about the driving, uh, driving the 18th fairway, trying to put yourself in position that you can go at that green and stay out of the water on the left. Uh, plus, uh, I, you know, numerous other situations that you'll find yourself and it gets some of the best of them. This was, uh, you may have seen this Ian Poulter, who's just brilliant on social media. He posted this on Thursday afternoon after he had struggled. Um, and a couple of others of his mates had struggled as well, including Rory McIlroy, Terrell Hatton, Henrik Stenson. And this is uh, the little video. If you haven't seen it, here's the audio from the video on Ian Poulter's social. I've got a hell of a lunch table there, players' lounge. Just decided to sit down and join Rory and I. So collectively, four people sitting at this table: myself, Rory, Henrik has just left, and Tyrrell. Twenty-nine over. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> oh, what a bunch of muppets! There you go. Uh, you know what? <laughs> this is a championship. This is the players' championship. This is a big-time tournament. And the fact that Poulter would do that and they would all just be able to laugh about it, I love that. You know, And I think so often, you know, I- I'm sure that there are people, and even them, that probably were disgusted with their play in a lot of ways. But for them to post that, and the video's even better if you have a chance to check out Ian J. Poulter uh, on uh, social. But yeah. uh uh, it's too funny, but Bob, four great players, four European stalwarts, and they got their butts kicked. Yep. There's no two ways about it. 
Well, you know, it's interesting. You, you look at those guys. All three of those guys uh, have won multiple championships. Um, Rory's, of course, has won uh, a bunch of majors, and all of them have won on the PGA Tour. And when you get to that point in your career, and you've had a lot of success, and you've done that well, and you've made the money that you've made all around the world playing professional golf, you know, guys that are guys that are in the lower half of this field, um, you know, they come out with um, kind of some caution and intrepidation of trying to play and play extremely well, um, and they, they live and breathe on every shot that they make, that kind of thing. I, at least I know I would as far as um, somebody that, that played tour events. You, you, just, you just try so hard because it means so much to you. Then you get these guys that have that have had the success that they've had. You know, it's just another golf tournament. It's just another week, and you can laugh about it. And those comments were perfect by Ian Poulter. Yeah, I, look, they would love to play well this week, and they would love sure. to have an opportunity to hoist the Players' Championship trophy. But if if it's not your week, I mean, what are you going to do, right? I mean, they're you're right. They have had a lot of success, and they're going to continue to have more success. Right. So you know what, you do it. And and by the way, Bob, I. I have to admire these players that go out there. I looked at Tony Finau and he opens with 78. Rory opened with 79. They have to go back and play again. Yep. I mean, they don't have to. They could withdraw, but you can only do that so many times and, and then it, it, it'll cost you. And, and I, I just think, boy, it's got to be really hard. Rory is on every promotional commercial on the broadcast as the defending players champion because they didn't play last year and Rory won it in 2019. Mm-hmm. So everything is, Rory, yep. you're such a great ambassador. I mean, it was Optum or whoever it is that's the sponsor keeps doing this special on how great Rory is as the defending champ, and he goes out and shoots 79 in the opening round. I'm sure he's like, enough already. <laughs> I just want to go away. This obviously didn't work out well for me this week. And yet he's got to go back the, out there and try on every shot. Yeah, and that's kind of what he looked like when <laughs> you saw the video of Ian Poulter shooting the guys and stuff like that, and Rory's just kind of running his hands through his hair and kind of waving at the camera and stuff like that. It's like enough already. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate Rory McIlroy um, uh, missed the cut and uh, played, you know, poorly for, for two rounds. But you know what? Um, life is still good. He'll play again, and uh, he's got the Masters coming up, so he'll hopefully he'll sharpen some things up. The interesting thing about Rory is – Rory was working on the back of the range after the first round with Pete Cowan, who is a known um, instructor that that teaches a lot of the European tour players and that kind of thing. And Rory is not one of the guys that is in his stable, yet he asked Pete Cowan to help him because he's been missing some iron shots, which is typically, typically not him, iron and driver shots to the left. And so um, he's trying to do some things to to help out his golf game and get it right where he needs it to be um, for that first week in April of the Masters. Because um, let's not forget, that's an opportunity for him to get the career grand slam, and that's a huge thing for his golf career. But, you know, he'll, he'll figure something out. Um, he'll get it right. You know, we've seen guys that miss cuts. We saw Brooks Kepka earlier in the year miss three cuts in a row, and then he comes back and wins a golf tournament. Um, Things like that happen, and uh, and and these guys are the best in the world because they figure it out, 
and they figure out what to do to turn it around. And let's not forget, you know, golf is hard. So when you're out there and you can't yes. figure out why from one Saturday to the next you can't shoot your best round, well, best players in the world are grinding on it day in and day out, and they can't do it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but when you get on a, stroll, a, a streak, you get on a streak. Uh, Rory, 79-75, 10 over par for the yep. Players' Championship. Uh, go back to the Pete Cowan comment. I thought it was interesting. So Paul Azinger made a comment on the broadcast during the second round where he said, you know, Pete Cowan is the kind of guy that – understands that the great players don't need lessons they need reminders and that's basically what Rory's going to be going through is just some reminders of what has made him great and why his swing was so great to get him in the position where he is in the first place second comment was Rory himself talking a little bit about I think it was on you know maybe live from on golf channel leading up to the players where Rory was talking about how typically when he misses Bob he's always got it a little stuck inside and he's come a little bit too inside that's that's right. the miss well now he's actually out over over the top just a little bit and mm-hmm. so he's not sure how to fix that move he knows how to fix when he's stuck he doesn't know how to fix when he's over the top a little and so that's the part that's got him a little bit confused and that brings in the two-way miss where when he was stuck he could make an adjustment because it was yep. only going to miss really he could he could eliminate one side of the golf course and when you're guessing when you can't eliminate the one side that's the most difficult position to be in for any player specifically for a tour player yeah, you don't want that double miss going. And, you know, most of the tour players, they figured out with their game how to eliminate one side of the golf course, either the right side or the left side. And, um, you know, Brandel Chambly and Justin Leonard, um, after the first round, spoke um, about what it looked like with his game, how his hands seemed to be a little bit high at impact and how he needed a little, a little bit closer to his body and a little bit lower. And he would alleviate and get rid of that that left shot. So um, the other thing that that was commented um, is that Pete Cowan is the guy, the kind of guy that doesn't teach any type of off the wall type of um, moves or anything in a golf swing. Everything is very, very basic for him. And when you've got a guy like Rory McIlroy, who is one of the who is one of the best players in the world, if not the best player in the world and has shown that over the over time. Um, when you've got a guy like him, you don't need to flower it all up and 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 everything. You need to um, just give him some little basic things to help him figure out where he needs to be, so that uh, so that he can correct those shots and be on point when he gets to Augusta. Yeah, another guy that's uh, st- continues to struggle a little bit is Ricky Fowler, um, missing the cut again this week. Uh, Jordan Spieth is really a little bit more on that comeback, if you will. 70-74, uh, unfortunately making a few too many bogeys coming in, and it did drop the one double bogey at 14 in the second round. But, um, you know, Jordan played la- well last week at Bay Hill. I think we're seeing some things out of Jordan, and, and we talked a little bit with Rex about this. Getting a little bit of that swagger back, Bob. I think is is important for Jordan. Um, I, I liked Rex's comment that when uh, the tour is best, when Jordan is best. I, I mean, he is a very um, popular player, and mm-hmm. he's it's fun to see him out there. I love listening to him talk to the golf shots. I love listening to him talk, talk through the shots he's trying to hit. He's just is he's really a pleasure to watch play golf, and so I, I'm encouraged. I, I mean, you know. Rex talked about Lavner being a big uh, speed homer. You and I are big speed homers. I don't think we're we're not bashful about yeah. that. And so it's yeah. good to see he's not there. And this is, but the fact that he's still in the tournament for the weekend, I think, speaks volumes to his progress because this is just such a 
unforgiving place to be working on any kind of comeback. Yeah, and, you know, from week to week, it seems, you know, from API to where he contended again, had an opportunity to win the golf tournament. Now he comes to the Players' Championship where the where one of the main things that you need to do at this golf course is get the ball in the fairway and and hit it in the fairway so that you can attack some of these pin placements when they're in favorable spots for you to make birdies. And in that first round, he, he hit it flawless off the tee, 13 of 14 fairways, drivers, three woods, right in the middle of the fairways. When you see Jordan Spieth starting to do that, then, you know, he's, he's known as a phenomenal iron player. He's known as a phenomenal wedge player, uh, great short game, and, and a phenomenal putter. When you see him start to hit the ball in the fairway, because that's what's taking him out of of being, uh, you know, a world-class player, one of the, one of the top five in the world, he he lost being able to get the ball in the fairway, and his scores deter- were determined by it. But now he's he's starting to narrow in on how to get the ball back in the fairway, how to hit his drives, especially the driver in the fairway. And when that starts to happen, that's the missing link for him. And I think we're really going to see something happen between now at Augusta, if not at Augusta, because. That place is golden for Jordan Spieth. No, there's no question about it. Hey, when we come back, I want to I want to look at the top ten in the world rankings. It's interesting because you mentioned Rory being one of the the top players, if not the best player in the world. He certainly has been. Currently, not inside the top ten, and it's surprising how many of these great players, household names that you would expect, have actually leaked outside that top ten. Meanwhile, at the players, Lee Westwood, 47 years young, 69, 66, nine under par and playing some great golf. And, Bob, it is a Ryder Cup year again this year, and you see Westwood, Sergio, Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, some some players all up in there. And for the American side, as far as Ryder Cuppers are concerned, it's just Bryson. It's Bryson against the Europeans right now. Even John Rahm there in the top 15 adds a fourth European player that's going to be on that team when you still don't have um, a an American-European Ryder Cupper. Don't uh, sell the other guys short. What are you it's saying? Not only Bryson. Are you are you telling me Chris Kirk, Danny McCarthy, Brian Harmon, Charlie Hoffman, Doug Gim, Patton Kazire, Taylor Gooch, Scott Brown, Tom Hoagie? Those guys are going to be on those, the American. Those guys aren't going to get in just solely off of this golf tournament. We're talking about the top players in the world and the guys that have the Ryder Cup rankings. I'm just saying those players. I'm talking about strictly Ryder Cup, Bob. Strictly Ryder Cup. The U.S. The U.S. not representing so well here at TPC Sawgrass. So when I hear people say, "Hey, wouldn't it be great to have a Ryder Cup at TPC Sawgrass?" No, no, it would not. Just watch what you're seeing this week. Anyway, we'll look at the world rankings when we come back and continue this week on the Players Edition of Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it 
before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future. But we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at CasbyRealEstate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y RealEstate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Rex Hoggard, who joined us here uh, from TPC Sawgrass and Golf Channel. Check him out on social and at golfchannel.com. Still to come on the back nine, hour number two, America's favorite caddy will stop by and we'll continue our coverage of the Players' Championship right here on Real Golf Radio. But I mentioned, Bob, the top ten, and it's a little bit different looking mm-hmm. than maybe you have come to expect. Go ahead, rip us through. Yeah, so the top ten, you've got Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, Bryson DeChambeau, Terrell Hatton, Patrick Reed, Patrick Cantlay, and Webb Simpson. Those are the top ten. Two Europeans in those top tens right now. Okay. I just found it a little interesting that, you know, Rory's not in there anymore. Brooks isn't in there anymore. No, he's Fino's he's not in there anymore. Brooks is at 12. Mm-hmm. And Fino's so. at 14. 
So it's just yep. it's interesting how it's starting to slip a little bit uh, and some of the guys that are creeping in there. But clearly, DJ, Rom playing some tremendous golf. Colin Morikawa, Bryson obviously moving up from 11 to 6 with his win last week at Arnold Palmer. We'll take a short break. That'll do it for hour number one. When we come back, the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer is facing criticism and perhaps legal action over a nursing home policy that her administration put in place in the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. Initially, patients who tested positive for COVID were placed in the same nursing facility with patients who did not have the COVID. Macomb County Prosecutor Peter Lacido is expected to announce an effort to prosecute Whitmer for her nursing home policy. Whitmer said she remains proud of her team's overall response to the coronavirus. South Dakota moved to legalize medical marijuana after a dispute between the House and Senate to delay the process. Because of the dispute, initiated Measure 46 will take place July 1, 2021, and will legalize the use of medical marijuana. Governor Kristi Noem, the Republican from South Dakota, said she is concerned about the provisions that allow people to grow marijuana at home, as there is no cap on the number of plants. About 70% of voters in 2020 elections were in favor of legalizing medical and recreational marijuana. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The product that you have given me here is, as far as I'm concerned, sent to me from heaven. I love it a great deal. It's hard to find anything that's real nowadays. I enjoy it immensely. It's making my life so much better. I feel so much better. And during this pandemic, I have no worries whatsoever. My immune system has got to be at a top-notch level. I don't seem to get colds or anything. I don't know what getting sick is anymore. This is so cool. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. COVID-19 infections, hospitalizations, and death numbers have been dropping across the nation. Another state is lifting COVID-19 restrictions on its citizens. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt says he's lifting all COVID-19 restrictions in the state. There will be no statewide restrictions on events or Oklahomans. I'm also removing the requirements to wear a mask in state buildings. The Republican governor making the announcement on Thursday saying though people are encouraged to wear a mask depending on their circumstances. He also reminds everyone. COVID is still here, still in Oklahoma, it's still in the United States, and we still need to do our part. You can still... And you're even encouraged to wear a mask depending on your circumstances. 11 U.S. states never had a mask mandate for its citizens throughout the entire COVID-19 pandemic. Seven states have recently dropped the mask mandate in favor of local compliance. The COVID-19 virus was released into the world from Wuhan, China. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-215-5141. 
800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. After a sixth woman came forward claiming New York Governor Democrat Andrew Cuomo of sexual assault, impeachment of Cuomo is becoming louder. Wendy King from the Pacific Northwest USA Radio News Bureau reports. The New York State Assembly authorized an impeachment investigation into allegations of sexual misconduct against Governor Andrew Cuomo amid growing calls for the Democrat to resign from office. The announcement came after the New York governor's office said it referred allegations of sexual misconduct by Cuomo to the Albany Police Department. The Albany Times Union reported fresh allegations of sexual misconduct, saying... An aide to the governor said he groped her at the executive mansion in 2020, reaching under her blouse and touching her. This is the sixth woman to come forward to accuse him of misconduct, offering the most serious allegations yet. Cuomo denied the allegations, saying he's never done anything like that. New York Attorney General Letitia James appointed two attorneys to lead the investigation into allegations from several women. They'll be tasking with issuing subpoenas, examining documents, conducting interviews, and analyzing data regarding the allegations and the Cuomo administration's handling of the situation. The Albany Police Department has also began looking at the most recent allegations. NASCAR is in Phoenix, Arizona this weekend. The Instacart 500 will start Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern and can be seen on Fox and Motor Racing Network. Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no copays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D dot com. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio Players Championship Edition. This week on the show, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Of course, you know his father, the late, great Billy Casper, Hall of Famer, legend, 51 wins on the PGA Tour, a couple of major championships uh, from the U.S. Open, plus a Masters in 1970. Did your dad ever play the players, or was it after sort of your dad's career? Oh, yeah. No, he played the players before it got there to um tpc sawgrass um and but the but he even played it while he was there too so um but yeah he never he never had um any success in the players championship although he did win 
the Players' Championship there at Sawgrass on the other golf course as a uh, senior professional. The senior players? Yeah. Oh, okay. Senior players champion. Very yeah. nice. But they didn't play it. Uh, they yep. don't play the stadium course. They played the other one. No, there's there's another golf course there that he mm-hmm. won it on. Yeah. Yep. All right. Very cool. Hey, uh, we had Rex Hogger from Golf Channel who joined us in hour number one. If you missed that, check it out on our Twitter feed, at Real Golf. We'll post it there, or wherever you download your favorite podcast site, we'll have it there for you and available as well. Rex, always a good uh, interview and gave us some good insights. Still to come here on the back nine, hour number two, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. We'll get his take. You know, the caddy contest every year, they have an opportunity to hit on that par 317th hole during the Mm -hmm. week. And we'll ask him some stories about that and just – how stressful is it for the players and the caddy, by the way, to help your player pull the right flag for that shot? Yeah, I, you know, I, when I hit it, um, the wind was into us a little bit from the left. Um, both times that I that I hit on that hole when I caddied for Keith Clearwater, and uh, it was uh, it was an eight iron shot when I hit it. Wow, wow. Well, that was before juiced up golf balls and new technology, though, right, Bob? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Got to have a repertoire of alibis, right? <laughs> That's what your dad always said. I use that line quite a bit, actually. So uh, there's nothing wrong with it uh, whatsoever. Uh, interesting looking leaderboard. Uh, oh, by the way, yeah, I mentioned the caddy will join us. Uh, when you take a look at this one, Bob, Lee Westwood. You know, man, I mean, the guy yeah. played well last week at Bay Hill. And here he comes out 69-66. He's nine under par, one shot lead over fellow countryman Matthew Pitt Fitzpatrick, who probably is uh, young enough to be his son, but nevertheless, 68-68 for uh, Fitzpatrick, who's there at eight under par. Chris Kirk leading the way for red, white, and blue, 72. And then how about that? A tournament low tying 65 in the second round. Sergio shot that 65 in the opening round, and Sergio is also tied there at seven under par with Chris Kirk. Pretty interesting looking leaderboard. We'll talk about it yeah. next. Take a short break. We'll come back. I want to get your thoughts on the leaders, plus those that didn't make the weekend. We'll hit it all next right here on Real Golf Radio. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at HoopsVision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at HoopsVision.com. To get your highest-performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. 
Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. It's brought to you in part by Callaway and the new Chrome Soft family of golf balls. The tour players like John Rahm and Xander Schauffele, they like to play Chrome Soft. There's Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X, and the new Chrome Soft XLS, Callaway's low-spinning tour ball that delivers max distance off the tee, and Chrome Soft isn't just better. It's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft at callawaygolf.com slash Chrome Soft. Taking a look at the leaderboard here at uh, the Players' Championship, Bob, it is uh, an interesting one. It's a good mm-hmm. leaderboard, but again, it continues here at TPC Sawgrass to produce ball strikers and not necessarily bombers. I mean, look at Lee Westwood, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Chris Kirk, Sergio Garcia, Danny McCarthy. you got to go down to Bryson DeChambeau, tied for fifth there with McCarthy, Harmon, uh, Hoffman, Gim, Eam. All those players, Bryson, the only player there really inside the top 10 that you would consider a bomber. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting to see what, uh, what is transpiring. But this is a golf course that requires some precision off the tee um, to really be able to take advantage of the greens and the pin positions um, on the golf course. And so, um, you know, you see guys like, like uh, Sergio and you see guys like Tiger um, you know, and, and others that are precision, precision players that get the ball in the fairway and are able to take advantage of the golf course in that way. And that's what you're seeing here with the golf tournament um, precisely. Are you, did you say Tiger? I did say Tiger. He is a former players champion, but he didn't yeah. necessarily have the best record around this place, huh? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And that's, that's the thing about this golf tournament. So one of the guys on the golf channel, Justin Leonard, said, you know, he the golf tournament there, but he never finished inside the top 20 any other time that, that he played in the tournament. So Tiger didn't have a great record, but he won the golf tournament, and Tiger is the kind of guy that that is smart off the tee, will get the ball into position, and he's a ball striker and is, is able to was able to win the golf tournament by maximizing um, where he put the ball 
off the tee. And I think that's what most of the guys are having to do. And I think that's what Bryson is doing to a certain extent this week to be able to compete and be in the top 10. So Lee Westwood making his 15th start of the players and his first since 2017. He has five top 10s and his best finish is tied for fourth back in 2010. Uh, again, coming off of a great week at Arnold Palmer Invitational. So he's now two consecutive weeks holding the lead on the PGA Tour um, into the weekend. What, what's your, what, when you hear that, just be based on what you said, when you hear that a guy like Lee Westwood has five top 10s, does that give you a little more confidence that he might be the guy this weekend? Well, he, he is he is a guy that, that is not a bomber. He's a guy that understands how to play golf courses in many of them. He's, plays, he's played this tournament many, many times. And I think, um, you know, he's playing well. He's putting well. His putter is normally what, what does him in. Um, but he's he's... He's doing everything he needs to. He and Matthew Fitzpatrick, who's uh, who's second, are, are doing the things that they need to to um, to to score uh, on this golf course. The interesting thing is, there's been 15 different international winners of the Players Championship, but no Englishman has ever won the event so far. Mm. So that doesn't bode too well for Lee Westwood and Matthew Fitzpatrick. Hey, he's an interesting one, though. 42 worldwide victories for Lee Westwood, and yet yep. just two. PGA Tour victories. He got one in New Orleans right. back in 98 and then FedEx St. Jude Classic in 2010, but he has won as early as uh, Abu Dhabi um, you know, in 2020. Mm-hmm. So yep. this, is a, this is a guy 47 years old. He looks to become the second oldest winner in tournament history. Fred Funk back in 2005 was 48 years, 9 months, and 14 days. So um, pretty amazing. He also has six career bogey-free rounds at the players. That's the most of any any player since 2005. So uh, look, I mean, if you're looking for somebody, I'll bet at the beginning of the week, there were some pretty good odds you could have picked up for Lee Westwick. Uh, we got to take a short break. This uh, segment cut just a bit short. We had a chance to catch up with the caddy Friday after round number two, and it went a little bit long. So we're going to take an early break here in this segment, come back with a couple of extended conversations with the caddy players edition. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at hoopsvision.com Vision.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state of the art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio, brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Apex family of irons. Check out the new Apex, Apex Pro. And uh, I'll tell you what, Apex Pros are... They are super sweet, and I'm excited to get mine built. They are uh, almost here, Bob, so I'm anxious to get out and give them a shot. But uh, you can check them out at CallawayGolf.com as well as at your favorite pro shop or golf shop. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The Caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, the Caddy joining us uh, on Real Golf Radio. It's his favorite week of the year. Can we neither confirm nor deny? But anyway, we'll say that this might have been the Players' Championship, the crowning achievement of the Caddy's caddying career. Caddy, how are you, man? Well, I don't know if it was my favorite week of the year, but it was the IRS' favorite week of the year as far as I was concerned. (laughs) I can tell you that. Hey, no state income tax there in Florida, huh? That's correct. Mm. But plenty mm. of federal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we went through all this purse stuff. Like uh, the uh, my first caddy victory being the 1991 Phoenix Open, which was the fifth or sixth largest purse on tour. 
And the second place caddy this week at the Players Championship will earn more than my player made for winning that Phoenix Open. That's all I got to say wow. about that. Thank you, Tiger Woods. Thank you again, Tiger. Yeah. Thank you, Tiger. It's yeah. pretty crazy. $2.7 million for the winner this week. Woo! Tell you what, golf's become a professional sport now. You know, with all those $100 million contracts you're seeing all over the place or $500 million, whatever they are, it's good to see. Yes, Bring it, it on. is. Yes, it is. So what uh, What do you make of the first? I mean, here we are. Obviously, it's a year removed from the players last year being shut down by the pandemic. How refreshing is it to see fans out there, the players going again? I mean, it just it's, it seems a bit more normal than what we've seen even in the last few weeks. I've mentioned before, I just, I couldn't. To me, sports just went on hold for a year. I know we have some trophies and some things written down as people having won stuff, but it just seemed golf seem it seems like it's back to a legitimate competition, and it all has to do with the spectators being out there. Mm-hmm. All of it. it it's, you have to have that. It's just not the same thing. And so, don't, oh, don't, yeah, it's great. It's great. Don't you think it, it means uh, more? as far as, you know, with, with the guys to have all those people around, to hear all that electricity, all the, uh, that excitement, um, all the, the roars and, and comments and everything that you get in a normal event with, uh, with fans around. It, it's it's got to mean more um, and, and be a little bit easier for the guys that have dealt with it and a little bit dif- more difficult for the guys that haven't. I got to tell you, I don't know if I want to go Sedona, Arizona on you because I'm not that far from Sedona right now, by the way. But, uh, yeah, when there's a crowd out there, I can always feel it. It, it, it. Now, whether that's mentally something that you just allow to affect you or you can, but or whether there's actually some kind of energy in the air, I don't know what it is, but it, it's definitely there. Everybody will tell you. Everybody can feel it. It, it affects the way you behave. It makes it much more, you know, puts the juice in it is what it does. It's awesome. And some guys are better with it than others. And it's, it's, it's a huge, you're going to have a different outcome on tournaments if you don't have fans versus doing have fans. I don't know if that's correct grammatics, but it's caddy speak. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's everything to have, have that out there. Look, um, why home field advantage exists at a football game where the field is the exact same size every time. It's because the crowd affects play and it, it definitely affects play. It's a big deal. Mm. Caddy joining us here I'm on real golf radio. Yeah. A hundred percent. Hey man. Uh, so this golf course, I mean, it can get the best of the best, right? I mean, we saw Ian Poulter's video from player hospitality with he and uh, Terrell Hatton and Rory and Henrik and he just drops the, yeah, combined 29 over. You know, and it was real. I mean, it was brilliant, right? And, and these the Europeans are always so good with that. But it, it really can, can bring some of the best to their knees. What is it about this golf course? Just kind of from a caddy standpoint, someone that's been around it, someone that's been on the winning side of it, just take our listeners through the experience of playing TPC Sawgrass in the players. Mm, well, 
the the first thing that comes to mind was uh, the the time I was lucky enough to be on the winning bag, and we had a two shot lead leaving the fourteenth hole, and I looked at the scoreboard, and I thought to myself, "Don't count your chickens yet. We could still finish 30th. and that was with a two shot <laughs> lead with four holes to go because that's happened. I mean, it's just happened, right? And sure, it's um. I remember standing on that 17th tee and the wind's blowing, uh, one shot lead. And that's the one time when I was actually nervous, like nervous, like you'd be when you're going to hit your first tee shot in a tournament or nervous. If you were hitting the shot I, I just can't explain the green looks like it's the size of a, the green looks so big on Monday. You couldn't miss it if you tried. And then by that time on Sunday, it looks like a thimble, and there's no depth to it. It's just, oh, it, it, it really gets your attention. That's all I got to say. And um, I got to tell you, my, my player hit the purest shot on into 16, the purest shot into 17, a perfect drive off the tee on 18. I was like, man, that's good stuff. It's cool to watch that when someone performs under that pressure. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Mm. be really fun to do it so as a cat so as a caddy you know you your player they get juiced um they get uh they get nerves all those things as they're coming down the stretch and it's it's amazing to watch them focus in and concentrate because i think that's what the great players do or anybody that's a that's a great player um does is they they have this ability to focus in and concentrate concentrate but when the players get juiced and it's and it's important and it's on the line, you get juiced too, don't you? Yeah, you can get. I always had to be very. Um, I had to get like tunnel vision myself. I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not um when there's distractions going on, like the guys walking out with the camera behind you when they haven't been there all day. All of a sudden, that's just a, a total different atmosphere. All of a sudden, and. Personally, I, I didn't like to talk. Um, I didn't want anybody talking to me. Like many, I'm a very talkative person, but when I'm caddying it's, uh, on, and I'm working on a shot, I, I, I don't want any, anything at all. And I, I, it's funny because I've had to tell my players a number of times, you know, to don't talk to me for a minute. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> well, I do my thinking here. I don't want to be distracted, right? So I had to get like in that little tunnel, which I think most people do. Um, I've had guys I've worked for who were actually better. The more commotion happened, the better. Mm -hmm. um, that's what you need when you're playing with Tiger. You need to be able to handle the circus and the commotion. You got to love that. You got to be able to deal with that. And some people embrace that. Like I promise you, Bryson, Bryson DeChambeau, He's got so many good mental qualities uh, or tendencies that, that make him a winner. And one of them is it's pretty obvious. He definitely likes being entertaining the crowd. There's no question about it. And I think um, that doesn't hurt if you have that kind of personality. So, but yeah, it's uh, again, the crowd just brings all of that into, into the mix and it makes it all worth it. And that that's, what's fun about it. You know, you you go to, you go to events like that to hear the crowd and to feel that energy. That's, that's why, that's why we have these. 
So, Caddy, so, so yeah, it's good. So, yeah. we, we know about 17 and 18, even 16, Uh-oh. 16, 17, and 18. We know about that. What, what are the places, yeah. as, as, our, as we're watching the players this weekend, where are the areas that players are going to try to, to pick up shots? And what are some of the other more dangerous areas on the golf course that don't get enough attention outside of the 17th and 18th? You've got all these little things, like on the first hole when they have the back 10 towards the left, you just can't go long because it spills off behind the green. So that's one thing that's always in the back of your mind there. The second hole as well, when the pin's in the back of number two, you just don't want to go over the green there. It's a real gettable par five, but if you hit it over that green in two, you see a lot of sixes from back there when you're 10 yards from the hole and you end up in two and end up making a bogey. But that's a real birdie hole at the same time. And there's number three, another thing, the back pin there. You can't go long there, but it's up on the shelf, and you want to get it up there, but you don't want to go long. So you kind of bleed it towards the left left center of the green because the tier runs away to you on the right. It's hard to get it up the tier if you go right. There's all these little things about this course that um, I don't know if I, I guess fine line may be a good term to describe it. You, you, you want to put it like right here and right there, and you don't want to miss it. Number 11. Um, another par five that you see lots of birdies and lots of bogeys on it. And if you, that's another hole where you look at all the possibilities of where you don't want this shot to end up because you can't get it up and down and they're all over the place on that hole. And most of the courses like that, um, you play it safe on 13 out to the right. If you leave it up top, it's a really tough two putt. And if you, and, and if the pins on the yeah. front, right, and you pull it and you go down the tier Nobody two putts that. So it's all it's 14, the pin's front right. You don't want to leave it short because it's a tough up and down. But if you go long, a little bit long, it's a really tough two putt. And it's all over the place on this golf course. There's just so many places where it's hard to score from there. Um, it's, a, it's awesome. I mean, you have to think your way around the course. You don't have to hit it long. Um, absolutely, a medium length hitter's course is just fine. Uh, there's really not a big bonus. It's always nice to have the firepower here and there, but for the most part, you don't need it at all on this golf course. Uh, it's a course anybody can win on, um, and anybody does win on it. You, but the coolest thing about it is, it is, I think it's hands down, the ball striker golf course. The guy who hits it the best typically wins the tournament, um, and you can't say that a lot of places, and I think guys really enjoy that because you know, everybody kind of thinks that you, if you hit the ball well, you should get rewarded, and that's not always the case. Mm. But uh, it is the case at, the, at, at at Sawgrass for sure. So you mentioned the 11th. How about Bryson in, I think it was the first round. Was it first or second round? Anyway, driver, nine iron, par five. Yeah. yeah. Well, nine, I mean, nine iron, 180. Nine iron, 180. I was going to say, yeah, like 190-yard nine iron, right? So. But still, uh, yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. That hole, it's funny because I was watching number nine and lots of guys go for nine. The whole time I caddied, 25 years, I bet I didn't see 20 guys go for nine and two in 25 years total. Right. You just never would. You'd almost never see a guy going for nine and two. And now the whole world goes for it, too. So that's the ball and equipment change. But, uh, no, it's still nuts how far that's, yeah. Bryson's just, uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, you probably, when you're caddying in the group, you probably want to stand to the side because you don't want to get sucked in by the vortex 
generated by the club when he's hitting the ball. You might get knocked off balance. It's like you don't stand behind a jet when it's getting ready to take off, right? Well, it's kind of the same thing, I think. Yeah. So, you know, you're talking about Bryson, and and it seems like he's got a good blend of getting around this golf course. It's not just load up and hit it as hard as you can on, on every hole. Um, the, mm-hmm. the funny thing from this week was how we talked about possibly he was going to hit it left of the lake on the 18th hole so that he had a better line into the flag from the ninth fairway. So the PGA Tour immediately put in an internal out of bounds to the left of the 18th hole. That's got to be pretty crazy when the PGA Tour makes a a move like that um, just before or ter- of of tournament week. So I think he's leading the league in rules changes uh, <laughs> inspired by an individual player. This is number three in his career that I can think of. Number one was the putter that they made illegal. Number two was the compass for figuring yep. out things in the greens book. And now number three, interior out of bounds. I know other guys who have had the interior out of bounds things. Lonnie Hinkle's the famous one from the U S right. open way back when. Right. But, um, he's got three of them so far and you know, there's going to be more. He's not done yet. He's going to come up with something else that they're going to have to make illegal the next week. That's pretty cool. When you think I mean, that's a neat stat in and of itself. Um, but yeah, I, I think the play, uh, I, I, I'd have to go look at it, but I'm pretty sure you drive it by the tree, the two trees in the layup area, and then you're blocked by the trees and you have a blind shot. And you're probably in the rough coming over the water. I don't think that was a smart play. I don't think. I'd have to go look at it. Now, if you can drive it in the fairway and, and, and have a visual at the green, but I don't think you do. So I got I to gotta think that was never really going to happen. But it's just cool that, that he's, he's forced – three different rules changes. <laughs> hilarious <laughs> when you think about it. I mean, who is this guy? Hilarious may be more than cool, but yeah, I, I got you. Hey, Caddy, I got a few other things I want to talk to you. We're up against it. Can you hold on? We'll take a short break and we'll come back and continue the conversation. Maybe. All right. There you go. You got a maybe from the Caddy, so maybe stay around and we'll see if the Caddy hung on with us right here on Real Golf Radio. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor Squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten.
Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here, continuing our conversation with America's favorite caddy. I don't know, maybe. Let's see. Caddy, you there? Maybe. Oh, he's still there. All right, good. <laughs> hey, I was going to ask you about, uh, you know, we're talking about Bryson DeChambeau. And uh, it, Hal Sutton threw a tweet out there this week, and I shared it with you guys earlier. But he said, look, if I could go back and do it, I would learn hard before I did, went and learned how to hit it straight. And he said, once you kind of are in the, you got to hit it straight mode, it's hard to swing harder at it. Um, it's interesting. I, I, how much of that is technology? Can you, with the technology that Hal Sutton grew up learning on, which is probably a lot of the same stuff that we all grew up learning on with a lot of golf balls and persimmon woods and, you know, small headed clubs and, you know, all those types of things. Could you have tried at that point in time to go harder at it? Or would the equipment simply not let you do kind of the same approach that Bryson is taking to the game of golf. And to, to piggyback on that, with today's equipment, if you were teaching your child, son or daughter, would you go with the swing as hard as you can at it and we'll figure out how to control it later? So I've read about how Arnold Palmer's father had him go hard at it and went from, from a very young age, and Jack Nicklaus did the same thing. So that's been around forever, that idea. Uh, it's much easier to do now because the equipment does allow you to hit it straighter, easier when you're going hard at it. There's no question. Uh, the ball doesn't spin as much as it used to. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I would, I think it's, that idea has always been around. Um, and I think, look, most kids, they want to go at it as hard as they can when they're growing up. I remember, you know, when I got to the age where I was starting to really, be able to generate some speed. I mean, it was, I love going out and just ripping at it as hard as I could on the range. That was fun. Um, so that's just natural, but I would definitely recommend that if you had a junior golfer, a hundred percent, um, build those muscles, build that speed, do all that stuff, develop that when you're young for sure. And the equipment makes it easier to do. You can still play, you can play better doing it than, than before. 
because the equipment allows you to hit it straighter. What do you think, Bob? Oh, I agree with him 100%. Um, I've heard that a lot from a lot of players, especially like guys that have retired and that kind of thing. If you're going to teach your kid, teach them to swing as hard as they can, as hard as they can, and allow them to keep doing that. And then as they start to play and they get older and they get a little bit more competitive and everything, start to rein it in. We look at Tony Finau. Um, Tony Finau in junior golf, he played with my son here in the state of Utah uh, and in high school golf. And he was head and shoulders distance um, beyond most of the kids in high school with his ability to hit the shots. And then his first PGA Tour event, you know, he was driving greens um, on par fours, I think, there at Milwaukee. But um, but he's a guy that, with his teacher, Boyd Summerhays, they have learned to rein it back a little bit. And yet he still hits it plenty far off the tee. You know, 300, 310, 315 very easily. Um, and so um, that's one of the things that he's learned to do. So, um, you know, he even said when, when all this stuff happened with Bryson that, um, you know, bulking up and, and swinging at it and getting getting his uh, his ball speed up and that kind of thing, he, was th- he, he started to reconsider um, going at it harder. So um, I think it's I think it's absolutely the way you need to go. You need to go really hard at it when you're young, and then uh, start working on on bringing it back into focus and and being more precise with it in ball striking and uh, hitting it straighter later. Straighter later. That that's the that's the term. Yeah, straighter later. Yeah. Yep. Straighter later makes you greater. <laughs> 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 so the second thing I want to throw out to you guys is uh, the broadcast team on Golf Channel, NBC crew, they were talking about what, you know, what are some things to do with distance, right? And for some reason, Faldo brought up, I think it was Faldo, he started talking about maybe yeah. we had to lengthen or limit the, the, the height of the tees because Bryson tees it up so high. And from there, it started to go with, well, maybe we ought to not have anything lower than a 10-degree driver. Uh, you know, it, it just, and maybe sand wedges should be limited at 57 degrees and no, no, nothing, you know, loftier than that. It just started, they started talking about, hey, what can we do to try to curb some of this distance challenge uh, with this, with the game of golf? And yet I look at it and say, whatever TPC Sawgrass has done, they've kind of figured it out, right? Because the only real bomber up in the near the top of the leaderboard is Bryson. Well, you can definitely do it with course design. Um, there's no question. You can do things. Um, I don't know. I, I, still, I still think the only real negative about this whole distance thing is the fact that it obsoleted it, another caddy phrase, um, some, some, some classic courses and required an extensive reconstruction, redesign, or, you know, to accommodate just a very tiny group of guys. Um, I don't really see much problems with it. Um, the game's fun to watch. I don't know. I mean, I get how everybody, somebody like me who's more old fuddy-duddy-ish complains because the game's not played the way we used to play it. And, you know, there's a reason Bobby Jones said that to Jack Nicholas at one of the early masters was he said, you're playing a game I'm not familiar with to Jack. And that was specifically had to do with how far Jack was hitting it. 
So maybe this has gone on forever. It's just a little more obvious than it used to be. But I don't see it as being a massive problem in golf, um, like everybody's making it out to be. I complain about it all the time, that there's not as much skill in playing as there used to be. It's more of a strength game than a skill game, which is why younger players do better than they used to. But, um, I mean, gosh, it's hard to watch on TV. you got a great group of guys. You still have to play a lot of good shots. I mean, look at Bryson. Granted, he's bombing it and all this, but he's also hitting great recovery shots. He's putting really well. You know, he's, there's a lot of things you have to do. There's probably many guys playing the minor leagues in golf who can out-hit a lot of guys playing the tour making money. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You still have to figure out how to – the rest of it's still a lot more important. Yeah, no question. What do you think, Bob? Well, you know, he he said a lot of great things there um, about uh, equipment. Um, uh, you know, the 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 ability to hit shots around the greens and that kind of thing. Uh, Brian, you had also mentioned that you know maybe fifty seven degrees is the highest you can go with a wedge and that kind of thing. My dad, my dad, through all of his heyday and everything, the 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 most loft he had on a wedge was 56 and he learned yeah. how to play that, that club, uh, open it up, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, tow it, get it down, all the things that you need to do to hit a, a myriad type of shots. We didn't have all the, the different lofts, uh, the 60 degrees, the 58s, uh, the different amount of bounces, you know, most guys, most guys just went into, the guy that worked on their clubs and he said, Hey, take a little bit off the heel for me or anything like that. And there wasn't a lot of difference. So they, they figured it out by feel. Um, and they figured it out by play. I can, re- I can remember going, uh, my dad would get his grips done once a year. He had the old leather, leather grips with the paper under listings underneath them. And he would, when he was playing for Wilson, he would go into the factory. We would spend a day at the Western open. He would go into the factory. They would put the, the, the paper under listings on them, and then they would wrap the uh, the leather grip on the on the grip on the on the golf club, and then he would hold it in his hands and he'd say, "No, this one's a little bit too big in the right hand." And the guy would sit there and roll that grip and try to try to smush it down so it felt better in his right hand. Okay, this one's a little bit big in the left hand now, and they'd roll that thing on a table with a with a big old roller. And it was pretty interesting to see that all happen. And now you guys see guys changing grips every week. And it takes, you know, it takes 10, 15 minutes to pull, to pull all those grips off and put them all back on. It was just a different area era. I don't know if that area era was better than, than the area of era of golf right now. And like the caddy said, um, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, I, I don't think it's, it's that big of a deal for, for these guys to hit it as far as they do. Um, there's only a handful of golf courses that become obsolete. Um, and, and it's to the elite best players in the world. Um, it's, it's like, like the caddy said, it's totally a different era right now. Yeah. And I'll, I'll add to that too. Uh, caddy and Bob is, you know, you watch the NBA all-star game, Damian Lillard pulls up from just inside half court to hit the winning shot. I mean, Watching those guys shoot it, it was fun. Like it's entertainment, right? Uh, it's I don't think that the NBA is looking at stretching the court. 
<laughs> making it longer so the guys can't shoot no. from half court, right? It's it's just kind of a it's kind of an interesting one. All right, real quick, Caddy, before we let you go, a couple of Caddy questions. One, Lee Westwood leading at the halfway point. His fiance is caddying for him. They were supposed to get married last year, but the pandemic was you know kind of pushed that off. Let me just ask you, if you haven't quite sealed the deal with your fiance, like there, she's not your wife yet, is caddying really mm. a good thing? I mean, there's some situations that you're going to have to deal with that could be pretty stressful, even this weekend, huh? Man, I, you want me to tread into that territory? <laughs> I'm not, I'm oh, not, not even married. That, and I, know, I, don't, I know you don't even go there, and I'm not even married. I've just observed a lot. I mean, come on. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not that dumb. Um, no, look, uh, the, the caddy thing, there's all kinds of different things about caddying for players that help players. Some guys need technical help. Some guys just need the right psychology. Some guys need to feel comfortable. Some guys need to be, you, you need to make somebody laugh at the, in the right way at the right time. There, there's all kinds of, there's only one requirement for being a caddy on the PGA tour. And that is, is the player says, I want you to caddy for me. Mm. That's it. That's the one, that's the only job requirement. Mm. And that varies all over the place. Um, so obviously look at Lee wouldn't be, she wouldn't be out there with him if she wasn't the, the, a, a great benefit out there. All I was worried about is that could the caddying stress seep into their, you know, the their engagement. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me just say one time that, um, I had to take a week off with a bad back and, and my player's wife cat was caddying for him. And I got a text message in the middle of the first round and I'm like, wait, she's caddying. How can she be texting me? And I, I look at my phone and it says, I don't know how you do this. <laughs> it was priceless. I just said, I can't wait. I can't wait for this post round uh, debriefing. This is going to be awesome, you know, but no, yeah, of course, of course it can bring in stresses. And one of the, one other thing that's tough, it, it, it's good to be, you got to get away. You know, you don't want to be around somebody 24 seven, um, for the most part, but you know, I'm not saying that that's not possible, but look, um, obviously whatever's going on with Lee Westward, don't change it right now. It's working perfect. Nope. Did you see how the Never caddy all. sidestepped all that? He did a really good job. All right. He the did la- a great job. Yeah. The last one yeah. I got to throw at you, Victor Hovland, uh, picked up a two shot penalty in the first round for mismarking his golf ball. He moved it out of Justin Thomas's line, put it over a putter head. But then when he went to go put it back, instead of putting it back, he went one more putter head to the, in the same direction and didn't even realize he did it. His mother, who was watching him on PGA tour app, called him afterwards and says, Hey, are you going to get penalized for what happened on 15? And he goes, what do you mean? And then he ended up calling the rules official. They watched the video, said, yep, and he got a two-shot penalty. Thankfully, they changed the rules so he's not disqualified. But uh, nevertheless, uh, how, what kind of, what, how much of the role of the caddy plays in there for making sure that your player marks back, the ball back correctly? Well, first of all, I'm not sure if mom's getting that brand-new Cadillac for Christmas like she thought <laughs> she was getting that from Victor. But no, no, that's uh, – look uh, – as a caddy, you'd feel terrible that you didn't notice that, but that can happen. Yeah. You know, you, you're on guard all the time, but it's just pot. Look, Victor didn't notice it. And his caddy didn't notice it. And that happens. Um, you try to stay on top of all that stuff, but the nice thing about that situation was, um, that it, Victor obviously wasn't trying to do anything funny. Um, and he immediately turned himself in and 
I'm glad it's not a DQ anymore. That's a nice rules change, I think. That it's not a DQ. Um, But, yeah, there's there's so much stuff on the playing field in golf versus other sports. It's just, it's it's a constantly, it's a massive playing field with just almost an infinite number of possibilities of weird things happening. And um, sometimes you just miss something. I mean, I, I've certainly seen my, I've watched my player hit a shot at a turn and not even realize, Oh, he's hitting at a turn. Cause you're, you're just focusing on different stuff. Like his caddy might be thinking as he's remarking it all, he might be thinking about the next T-shirt. Well, what's the wind doing? And maybe we should have three or something. You, you might be already ahead on the next thing when Victor's marking that ball, or you might be raking a bunker. I don't know what was going on and, and not watching him. So that, that's, that, look, we're all humans. And, it and happens. As, I'm glad uh, it wasn't a big deal. And a, and a lot of times as a player, as I played in competitions and that kind of thing, a lot of players will um, tell the, the guy, Hey, did you move that back or go ahead and move that, move that back? Oh, and all the time. Unfortunately, the time. he did move it back, but he just moved it the wrong position, wrong direction. Yeah. Which is kind of strange. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, that two shot penalty was the difference between him playing the weekend and not playing the weekend. So, uh, oh, yeah, unfortunate ouch. there. Hey, Caddy, we appreciate you taking some time, man. A little extended version, but it's always good to the week of the players to give you your props, being on the winning bag for the Players' Championship. What a thrill. Congratulations, man. And uh, thanks, as always, for being with us. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy right there on Real Golf Radio. He is a Players' Champion Caddy. Uh, and he joins us right here on Real Golf Radio. I got choked up just uh, just thinking about that. All right, we'll you take did. a short break, and uh, we will wrap up the show next. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hey, guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. 
2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks to the caddy for a little extended edition. Sorry it messed the clock up a little bit here on the back nine. Thanks to Rex Hoggard in hour number one. Enjoy the weekend at the Players. Should be some great drama coming down the stretch. For our producer Dave Glauser and Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. Freaks of Speed and Motorheads. It's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. Be sure to catch Crash Gladys, Statman, and yours truly every Sunday night, 7 to 9 Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern. That's right, Speed Freaks on the Sports Byline Radio Network.